On this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional, we are going to be talking about trees before we move on to famous Christmas movie quotes. I'm actually going to quiz Suzanne, but she turns the tables on me. I wasn't expecting that. Listen in and happy holidays. Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. It is the week before Christmas, and I'm here with Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Hey, Michelle. You caught me with my mouth full. Oh, it's not been the first well, time. Just no, kidding. but I, again, am at Starbucks recording because my internet does not work at my house for whatever reason. Can't figure it out. But I thought, okay, well, if I'm at Starbucks, I'm going to get a piece of their gingerbread loaf, which is their seasonal tree. And so I'm just chowing down on my yummy gingerbread loaf. Well, I love that for you. But let me ask you this question. Would uh-huh. you rather have gingerbread loaf or pumpkin spice? Oh, gingerbread loaf, hands down. And normally I would say gingerbread loaf, any gingerbread molasses or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But your pumpkin spice cookies kind of like Makes True. it a little bit more difficult to answer. Yeah. Sorry, like, I'm, I'm eating again. I'm eating again. It's like, God, what <laughs> well, is Stop eating. Stop eating. Well, it's Save so it. damn good. It's so damn good, but I, I will. I'll quit eating for now. I'll put it away. That's uh, so funny. Well, while you finish the bite in your mouth, I just want to remind listeners that in last week's episode, there was a quote that you shared that mm-hmm. perplexed us. And I have not let that quote go. So I'm going to remind (laughs) listeners what the quote was. And here we go. In my youth, I believed in somewhere else. I put my faith in travel, and now I am a tree. And that was by William S. Merwin. Right. You remember the quote? I had forgotten about the quote until you reminded me of it yesterday. I had kind of let it go. While I haven't lost nights of sleep about it, it has been on my mind as I've been trying to work through it. So this is really a quote that was something to sip on, something that stayed with me. And do you mind if we just spend like a minute or two discussing it? We can. I want you to know that I found the context of the quote. I'm sure you've researched it too. I love that you found the context of the quote because I went to Google and I typed in, what is the meaning of this quote? And then I typed it in and it told Mm -hmm. me it did not recognize it. So I was just surprised. I'm like, I stumped the internet. And I was a little bit proud (laughs) of myself, but now you say you found it. So I'm a little less proud of myself. I did. Well, I first Googled the author who is a poet and he is still alive. He's 90 years old. He lives in Hawaii. Then I typed in the quote from him and the poem. Okay, don't tell me yet what it means. Okay. Because I want to take my guess as to like if what I've come up with is close and what Rob has come up with too, because I asked him, what do you think this means? And then we'll see how close I got. Okay. But I may feel really dumb doing it this way. So No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so because I think that's the beauty of poetry is that each reader interprets it differently. 
And okay. so there is no dumb or wrong answer. And and while you're talking about it, I am going to Google the poem again. Okay. Um, well, I broke it down line by line. And in my youth, I believed in somewhere else really brought to mind the grass is greener somewhere else, which is kind of what mm -hmm. Rob independently came up with also. That when we're younger, we think that things are going to be better or more beautiful somewhere else. And then I went into, I put my faith in travel. So it feels like I put my faith in like going other places was going to fix my mm -hmm. internal struggles or this desire for travel, it'll quench it in some way or the need to explore. And then, and now I am a tree. I came back to where I am is good enough. It's all about being inside, growing old, growing wise, putting roots down and seeing a bigger perspective. So that's kind of what I came up with. So what does it mean? Well, I think it, that's not exactly how I interpreted it, but I was able to read the whole poem that ends with that quote. And the name of the poem is Wild Oats. So I think you guys are on the right track. And the whole poem is about when, what he thought when he was younger versus how he sees it today, in my opinion. And I'll give you an example. I'll just read the first part of the poem. It says, watching the first sunlight touch the tops of the palms, what could I ask? All the beads have gone from the old string and the string does not miss them. The daughters of memory never pronounce their own names. In the language of heaven, the angel said, go make your own garden. So do you see where it, it's kind of like he's, he's talking a little bit about his youthful, idealistic world, and then he comes back to, but this is what I've learned in my old age. Okay, so poetry, as you said, can be interpreted in many different ways, but they mm -hmm. all have that common string of needing to go further, needing to learn, needing to gather information for yourself to see what it's about, but then coming home and making. Right. And settling into that being, being your enough. own. Right, that being enough and that being all you need. And yeah, you've spread your oats. And you've come back to, I'm comfortable being myself, and I don't need to compare myself to anyone else. I love that. And so and I, it does yeah. make sense in context. Right. It does. It makes a lot of sense in context. And if I were doing the sip of the day today, another line in this poem, which I love, is, I needed my mistakes in their own order to get me here where I am today. Well, aren't you doing the sip of the day today? <laughs> well, am I? That would that will be my sip of the day because I think that's a very powerful quote. It's like you go through life making mistakes and so many people think of their mistakes as failures, but what those mistakes are is the foundation to what you've turned out to be. And and you've learned from every mistake. And that's how you got to where you are, is by the mistakes you made, in the order you made them. I love that. And it is your week to do something to sip on, so you can do that, or we'll just save that here, and then I'll give another something to sip on at the end, however you want to do it. 
Well, we can do both. I'm just saying that from a quote that I was like, this is so stupid. Why is this even a quote to, okay, I've read the whole poem now. I understand a little bit more about what he's trying to communicate to us. And when you take a quote out of context, I think you, it loses a lot of its meaning sometimes. And But this poem kind of brings it back. So it was worth the research and it was worth the conversation about it. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for finding it. I didn't even think to Google the author because I was just after the meaning of that quote. So I'm happy you found the poem and were able to put it all into context for us. I'm happy that we weren't so far out in left field that it couldn't be tied back. Like, what if no, I, something completely random and you're like, uh, no. Well, no, because originally when I read the poem to myself, I thought this is about an old man who's kind of resigned himself to the end of his life because he's 90 years old. and. I didn't see that when I first read it, I didn't see the the contentment he's found in his old age. I saw more of a depressed old man who knows his life is coming to an end. Instead of the inspired right. wise man that he actually was. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And it's a great way to jump into our next segment if you're ready. Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Okay, as everyone knows, and I mentioned in the introduction, this is the week before Christmas. So happy holidays, everybody. And today I thought maybe we might test Suzanne's Christmas movie quote IQ. I don't know if IQ is the right word, but knowledge, that's a better word. You can do this, but first of all, I don't regularly watch the typical Christmas movies. I've seen them once or twice, and I am terrible at recalling quotes. But maybe the quotes will give hints in themselves, and I'll be able to figure some of them out. Well, I tried to pick movies that I know you've watched. They are mainstream movies. So hopefully the listeners at home can do the quiz along with you. And... Mm -hmm. We'll see how now. If if my really good friend Carrie was here, it's one of her talents. She can identify a quote from any book or any movie, anywhere, anytime. I don't know how she does it, and I wish she were sitting here next to me because she would help me. But we can try. Okay. Well, I will just start this all out, letting everybody know this is not one of my talents. That's why Suzanne is getting the quiz. And I created the quiz because I don't okay. want to be put on the spot. Okay. Well, and just for the record, I have my own little quiz in case uh -oh. some of my quotes, <laughs> some of the quotes you hand me aren't the same quotes that I hand you. So. Okay. Well, I had thought about yes. telling you to find some quotes, but then I'm like, nah, because then I might be put on the spot and I don't like that. So. <laughs> What's what's fair is fair, I guess. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> okay. Well, I did find all these quotes in a good housekeeping article. So if you want to go review all 60 of them, 
I will have the links in the notes. No, not 60. I had 10 here and I thought I was pushing it at 10. So we'll just see how it goes. Okay. Okay. So here's the first quote. A toy is never truly happy until it's loved by a child. Okay. I actually remember that quote and I would have two guesses. My first guess would be Toy Story. But I don't know. Toy Story. Okay. Yeah, I know this one, but do I know the movie? No. Go ahead. Tell me what it is. What if I give you the hint, Red Nose? Oh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer? Yeah, that's the movie it's from. Wow. And what was the name of the island, the Island of the Misfit Toys? I think that's okay, where it see, was said. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't remember the quote from last week. <laughs> <laughs> you expect me to remember the Island of the Misfit Toys? Yeah, well, this I is going to ex- long... A long segment. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to remember the Island of the Misfit Toys, just the name of the movie. And I thought that was kind of a giveaway, but I forgot about Toy Story. But I don't consider Toy Story a Christmas movie. Well, I don't either. Okay, so I'm going to throw a quote right back at you. Okay. And this one I think is pretty self-evident. I realize that Christmas is the time to be with the people you love. True. <laughs> A lot of movies out there that uh, whole theme is about family and love. Repeat one more time, please. I realize that Christmas is the time to be with the people you love. I realize Christmas is the time to be with the people. Home Alone. Nope. But I'm going to give you a. I'm going to give you a second guess after I give you a hint. Okay. And I should. I don't consider this a Christmas movie. But I think I'm the only person on earth that doesn't consider this a Christmas movie. Die Hard. And it's our, no, and our, Die Hard. (laughs) Some people consider that a Christmas movie. Oh, for the love of God, it's not that big of a stretch. This is our friend Christina's favorite Christmas movie. Oh my gosh, that didn't help. And I know Christina pretty well. Oh, just tell me, I don't know. Love Actually. Oh, Dang, I even saw that quote. Okay, if you don't get this one, I don't know what I'm going to say. Segment's o- this segment's over. <laughs> exactly. Hey, okay, go nobody's ahead. walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. That would have to be Christmas vacation. You got it right. It is. <laughs> Only because my it's my family's favorite Christmas movie. Not, a, not especially my favorite Christmas movie. But we do watch it about 10 times every year during the Christmas season. Well, I was looking for the quote about nut, nut, nuttier or however it goes. But that's (laughs) the first one I came to. And I'm like, I like that because how's she going to miss that? Yeah. Well, okay. I got one right. Okay. Are you ready for one? If I have to be. You do. With your idea. Well, that's when I thought I was testing only you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. Which, by the way, I love this quote. This could be or something to sip on as well. We're going to have a lot of something to sip on. I know. Faith is believing. so hard. Faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. And I know I saw this one also. I thought I even wrote down that quote. <laughs> well, see, it's not so easy. One line from a whole movie, it's it's a tough quiz. But I gave you yep. ones that you couldn't find in every Christmas movie. 
Well, I don't know that I've ever heard this. I mean, I've seen this movie 10 times and I would never remember this quote came from that movie unless I just watched the movie. I do not know what it is, even though I know I saw it yesterday. Miracle on 34th Street. You know, it's funny because one of the quotes I have here for you is not that same one, but it is, I believe, I believe, it's silly, but I believe. And that's also from Miracle on 34th Street, which is kind of the same sentiment, so I should have just said it. Well, I tried to give you quotes that kind of would stand out, like this one Mm -hmm. I'm about to give you. Here we go. I planned our whole day. First, we'll make snow angels for two hours. Then we'll go ice skating. And then we'll eat a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough as fast as we can. And then we'll snuggle. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, I thought that one would be really easy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Out of context, that, yeah, that's so easy. Okay, well, this particular movie is about a child who was taken out of an orphanage because he climbed into Santa's bag and was raised as an elf. So is it elf? Yes, it is elf. I tried tried to be sing-songy like the elf was when I said it, but I guess I fell short. Well, and that's another movie that my kids love. Um, I love that movie. Yeah, and I like it, but I never watch it. You've never watched it? No, I've watched it like once or twice, but in as many years as it's been on, my kids have probably watched it a hundred times. Man, that is like a yearly for me. I love that movie. It just makes me happy. Happy, happy. Well, okay. I'm going to give you one. Okay. This one is tricky. You can mess with a lot of things, but you can't mess with kids on Christmas. I do know what that one is. Okay. What is this? It's Home Alone. It's Home Alone 2. <laughs> Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Yes. Yeah. Well, I have a Home Alone quote. Okay. And now that I've told you, but it's kind of along the same lines, but not really. Mm-hmm. And it goes like this. This is extremely important. Will you please tell Santa that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Well, and I would have gotten that one just because I think that kind of gives away the whole movie. It does kind of give away the whole movie, but I was trying to make it easy. So that's why I tried to give you easy ones and you're giving me hard ones with like sequels involved. (sighs) Okay, well, I'm going to give you another one then. This one is easy. Right. If you know the movie, it's easy. The thing about trains, it doesn't matter where they're going. What matters is deciding to get on. That would be Polar Express. Correct. Yay, I finally got one right. See, you mentioned train. I associate with Polar Express. It's easy. Right. Okay, if I say, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. (laughs) Oh, come on, Suzanne. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. Like, you recognize that? Nope. I okay. Don't. It's a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. How about this one? I never thought it was such a bad little tree. It's not bad at all, really. Maybe it just needs a little love. Oh, that has to be Charlie Brown. Yay, you got it right. Yep. Picked a winner. 
Okay, well, I'm going to give you one more that I think it's a really tough one, but you might know it right away. Ah, shit. Okay. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. It's the one night of the year when we all act like, act a little nicer, we smile a little easier, and we cheer a little more. It's a Wonderful Life? No, but that, I thought that was a good answer. It was actually Scrooged. Oh, I've never seen that movie. Oh, well. But I've read the okay. book. I haven't seen the movie or read the book, but it's a good quote. It is a very good quote. Well, this was the one I was going to share because I knew you would get it. It might be your favorite movie of all times. Oh. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. And that one is It's a Wonderful Life. That is a, It's a Wonderful Life. I thought you were going to say you didn't know, and I was just going to throw my phone against the wall like, <laughs> this is pointless. No, I, yeah. <laughs> well, it is kind of pointless, but um, but I did know that one. Okay. Well, I wonder how the listeners did. Hopefully yeah, better than we did. Yeah. Well, if my friend Carrie's listening, she would have gotten them all. Well, it's good that there's someone out there that could get them all. And, you know, as I said, I just found these quotes. I wrote them down so I don't have a key. Like if you got 10 to 8, you're like super Christmassy. But if you got zero, you're Scrooge. I don't have anything like that to share with you. But hopefully you enjoyed listening to all these different Christmas movie lines. It was fun. But speaking of holiday movies, It's a Wonderful Life, your favorite? No. I mean, it's a, it's a classic. I've seen it 10,000 times. And, and there are all those updated versions of it. So can you tell I'm eating again? God, I got to put my food down. What is your favorite? Well, the ones I watch every year are Home Alone, which... You know, all these years later, I just have to give a huge shout out to Macaulay Culkin because he just got his star on the Walk of Fame. Did you see that? Oh, wow. I did not. Yes, he just got it. He had his wife there and his two little boys and wow. I'm a long, a long time in coming. So congratulations to him. But let's see. So Home Alone, I really always have to watch Family Vacation because Clark Griswold reminds me of my dad, who since birth has always wanted to do the very best and to show up for the family and just make everything nice. And something always happens to throw it a little bit off plan. So Christmas vacation and mm. worse elf. All great classics. Yeah. And, so. and I've already talked about my family's favorites, but I do have two favorites that are Probably lesser known, but I do get great joy out of them. Okay, what are <laughs> And I, I always assumed this was a Hallmark movie. It is not a Hallmark movie. I don't know what kind, who created it, but it's called Christmas at the Plaza. And it's a classic Christmas romance movie. And I love this movie because it, it's set at the Plaza Hotel in New York City. So if I'd pulled a quote from that movie, you might have got it. Because I knew that that was one of your favorites. Yes. And okay. it is just a charming, feel-good movie. And I might have to watch it today. Watching movies can boost holiday cheer. Right. Okay. And so the other movie that I love is Noel. 
which is about when Santa's getting ready to retire and pass on his Santa shoes, he, everyone assumes his son is going to take over as Santa, but his son makes a terrible Santa because he hates being Santa. And, but his daughter, Noelle, really wants to be Santa, but because she's a girl, no one can, no one ever thinks that she can be a good Santa. And Anna, Anna, is it Kedrick? Oh, yeah. It's a, she started, it's, she stars in that movie. The lady from Pitch Perfect. Yep. She's yep. so cute. I don't, I just wrote she that is. down. I'm going to have to go watch yeah. that one. It's a, such a, it's a, such a good movie. Yeah, it seems like it would be one of those sweet movies you could just sit down and enjoy and not think about anything else for that hour and a half to two hours. Exactly. Yeah. Well, a good little mind break. Okay, well, why don't we move on to closing? Okay, sounds good. Okay, so we are getting ready to close out our Christmas episode of Orange Juice Optional. I hope everybody enjoyed those movie quotes. Maybe it took you back in time. Suzanne, do you want to share with the listeners the name of the book for December? Because we're going to be discussing it next week. Well, it's your book. You you give out you the want- information. Okay, well, we... In December, have read the book One Day in December by Josie Silver, and I'm excited to talk about it. I'm already done with it, so it'll be a fun conversation. It should be. It should be a fun conversation. Yeah, it was a lighthearted read, especially Mm -hmm. considering the book we're going into next month. And I know that I all along have said that my next book would be memoirs of a geisha because i was just in japan and i have this fascination with japan but and i love this book and we'll talk about it sometime but i considering the season the book i have chosen for january is the book of joy written by the dalai lama and desmond tutu yes and it's exploring I, and it's exploring what true joy is and what it means. And I'm only about an hour into it because remember I listened to it and right. I'm already taking down notes. There is some useful information and it's just very cool. I, I don't even know if that's the right word to see the relationship between those two men. Right. And my oldest son graduated from Gonzaga University. It was like the 125th anniversary of at Gonzaga for, for the university. And Desmond Tutu was the speaker at graduation. And it was one of the most inspiring speeches I had ever heard. So I, around that time, I don't know if it was right away, but I did read this book because I was so impressed by who Desmond Tutu was. And I was very fortunate to be one of those people that got to hear him speak a lot. I think as we age, there comes a point in our lives where we really have to look, reevaluate our definitions of joy and what that means. Yep. Let it come from the inside. 
that's where it's got to start. Okay, well, with all that shared, again, I just would like to wish everybody a very happy holiday season. I'm saying that with a heart full of love and also acknowledging the fact that sometimes holidays can be difficult. So if you're struggling a little bit this holiday season or it's not turning out the way you had hoped, just know that I am thinking of you. I am sending you, we are sending you love and just wishes for the strength to get through the holiday season. Through. Yeah, to power yeah. through because yeah. this is something big for me. I've always said it. It's something I want to share because it's supposed to be happy. It isn't always. And so you're not forgotten if you're having having a hard time. Just know that you are loved and this too shall pass and you've got support. You're not alone. So Suzanne, did you want to give us something to sip on? No, you go right ahead. I did see this quote on someone's Facebook page today, and mm -hmm. it starts with the word align, but then it says, destroy the idea that you and your family have to be constantly busy in order to have a memorable Christmas. Embrace the concept that rest, recovery, and reflection are essential parts of making the season peaceful and ultimately happy. And there's your something to sip on. Thinking of you all, happy holidays. And we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.